Hey, it's Bridget and Liz, and you're listening to Dude, Dude, Guess What? Hey guys, welcome back. We took a little uh, break last week. Yeah, vacation. It was kind of weird. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I felt weird. A lot of some people asked me, Oh, you have an episode coming out? I'm like, No, we're taking a break because. Bridget's moving. Yeah. Actively well, moving. Yeah. That's the thing is like legit the day that it was supposed to come out. And even just a couple of days before then, it was like pure madness. I feel like in my life. Yeah. Just like she was busy. Well, and we were gone on vacation and then we had to like, I don't know. Well, you came home for vacation on Saturday and you had to be out of your house on Monday. Yeah. So that's a quick turnaround, bro. Yeah. I was like, I was like, this is a bad idea. Like I've made a huge, tiny mistake. Tiny mistake. I even was supposed to get pictures done that day, but then I got fried. Yeah. Bridget went, where'd you guys go? You went on a cruise to where? Yeah. So we actually went to um, Universal Studios in Orlando and that was so fun. Like we need to go, Lou. Like it was so fun. I've never been, I'm just barely getting, getting into theme parks, Bridget. So like baby steps for me, like one step at a time. Yeah. Um, but we went to Universal Studios and, you know, like Harry Potter world and everything. It was so fun. Um, and then we went to on a Disney cruise and that was like insane because it was like, you have to like, like the kids had to get COVID tested before and then everybody gets COVID. Oh, yeah. no, no, the kids had to have two COVID tests. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing is like, then everybody has to get COVID tests. Like at yeah. the gate, which I understand like you're in a secluded, whatever. I just, am like, it's just a little too much. I don't know. And then, and JD like was so miserable with it, but then, um, Disney cruise was super fun. Um, I feel like it's kind of, uh, it's like Disney Alwani, like. I've only had breakfast at Disney Alwani, so I haven't. Exactly, really it's like you're just on a cruise ship, but then it's like just Disney themed. Like there's. I think it'd be freaking dope. I want to do one. Really? Yeah. The only thing too is like you do. I got into pin trading while I was. There. Oh yeah, dude. Oh my gosh. So we went down to um, Ephraim for Memorial Day and Bridget had gotten home and she sends me a text of like oh my gosh look at these sick pins I finally got I'm like okay nerd alert (laughs) well this is the backstory to this like every time that I've gone to Disneyland like within like the last five years or and yeah five years I've been like I've been like dude I kind of want to get into pin trading and then when we all went last year like Ryan not with Sarah's family Remember, I kind of want to get into this. I know it's super nerdy, but like anyway, so then when I was, so on the Disney cruise, Disney has its own private island called like Castaway Cay. And um, I think it's like part of the Bahamas, but anyway, we did go to the Bahamas too. But when I was at Castaway Cay, I went into one of like the little gift shops and they have specific pins for Castaway Cay. And they also have specific pins for the Disney Cruise Line. And in my mind, I was like, how many people really come here? It's pretty rare. 
I couldn't tell you what the stats are on that. Really expensive. And so in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm going to start now. <laughs> so yeah, yeah so I got- just started Bridget, you know, actually collecting things, Bridget start or trading things started a long time ago with Pokemon cards. That's true. And Bridget used to go to these Bridget used what? I've never said anything about that. I don't think so, but I'm about to open that Pandora's box and let everyone know that Bridget used to go with our little neighbor guy that she was like BFFs with. They go to these little things every Saturday morning. It was like, yeah, it was like across the, from fashion place. It wasn't Barnes and Noble. It was something else. else. And it was a tiny little like game store and, and they had books too, but, um, and they would play pokemon and trade cards with people but to be honest though i have no idea how to play it anymore sure i never knew (laughs) i was like who is this girl she's freaking weird and can i mean and you know what's even better is that mom and dad were like yeah sure we'll drive you there (laughs) they weren't like you know what do you want to play barbie dolls like something normal for a kid your age (laughs) I legit like think about that sometimes. I'm like, what were mom and dad thinking? Where they're like, oh no, my kid's about to be super weird. Because <laughs> like, I it. feel like you kind of know, like with your kids, you're like, okay, like you're gonna be weird. Like, yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, you think your dad kids probably are was, but you're also like, oh gosh, we <laughs> <laughs> going down this hole. Like, oh, this is it. This is where we're at for the rest of our lives. It's cool. It's cool. Anyway, no. sorry, I, de- I derailed us. No, you're fine. But yeah, then we moved last week. And so we took a little break and because it was, it was honestly super crazy and it still is dude. So Bridget flew down to Tulsa with the boys and Anthony and his dad, uh, drove mm-hmm. to Tulsa from Idaho Falls. So that, that was a long thing, but Basically, Bridget's doing home remodels or like not a full home remodel, but like things to make it look nicer in the inside. So that way they, it feels more like home for them and they're freaking going after it. Like this is the, this is like a curse and a blessing for Bridget is that when she wants something done, she wants it done like right that second, as opposed to like, yeah, let's just move our stuff in. Like, and then we'll work on the project. Nope. It's like we will do everything at once and it'll be done within a week. That's true, dude. That is a blessing and a curse because it's like, because in my mind, I'm just like, I just want to get it done now so I don't have to worry about it again. Like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, there are some like minor cosmetic things. However, I think we're going to have to get a new dishwasher. Oh, really? Dang it. Yeah. Because you guys had to buy a fridge and a stove, right? No, we actually just had to buy a fridge, but we might have to buy a new microwave too. Um, What's wrong with it? And a a washer. Um, Oh my gosh. That's so, uh, that sucks, dude. I'm just like, should we, I mean, I don't really want a gas stove. Oh yeah. But it's hooked up for gas. Is it hooked up for electric too or no? Yeah, it is. Um, So at that point, I'm just like, you know, my mother-in-law, we were talking to her and I guess they do these like bundles. And so mm. it's like, you know, so you might, you have to look into it, see if it's like more cost efficient. Yeah. 
Um, but I don't know this house. Like I really do like our house. I just think that the people that were like trying, cause they were, it was built in like 2009. Okay. And so it's not like super old, but oh, it's really nice inside. Yeah. But the people that like the realtor that bought that, um, sold it, she also owned it and they kind of tried to like flip it a little bit, even though it wasn't bad at all. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that they did like they must have just like paid some random person on the street to like. They're like, hey, do you got a pulse? Do you want to earn an extra fifty dollars today? Come on by. Come on by between two and four, and I'll put you to work. They just like painted over things, but it was like done so badly. Like you can tell they didn't clean anything off when they painted. That's disgusting, dude. Yeah. Like in the bathroom, should I tell you this already? I don't remember. Yeah, so um, the hair, so in the bathroom, like uh, by the- This is gonna gonna be gross, I already know it. By the toilet, they like legit either, like they just didn't, they didn't um, wipe it down. And so they just painted over like hairs. Ew, like hairs or hairs? Air. <laughs> <laughs> what's a bathroom dude um let's keep this like pg bro it is pg okay. anyway um but and you're like anyway whatever um but so i'm gonna have to sand it down luckily they left our paint here like the mm-hmm. paint we have that they used for the walls and so I'm gonna have to sand it down and then paint over it so we did get Vivint installed though which is a nice like security system so bougie yeah I know but guess what dude the one thing that's like been wild for me is the midwest has like crazy thunderstorms mm-hmm. it was like and it rains so hard like so hard is it does it make the air muggy is it super like what is it what's the word I don't know. humid I guess I haven't like been outside enough to like really tell. Oh, dude, we've been trying to. I like, feel like I could like tell. I could just like look outside and be like, it looks like eighty percent humidity. <laughs> you just like lick your finger and stick it up in the air. You're like, hmm. yep. But um, the other night I was sleeping and it was so it woke me up. It was so loud. I legit thought that our like lightning was going to strike our house and it was going to go up in flames because somebody just posted about a family that like a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago their house were like kind of by where we live got struck by lightning and it caused a house fire absolutely not do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars no thank you how is that real how is that real i don't know dude we get tornadoes here bro like i know tornadoes but radar things on their phones I, I mean, maybe this is just because I don't know anything. That's probably what it is. But I didn't know people's homes like actually got struck by lightning and went up in flame. Until somebody posted that. I was like, no way. Because I thought, maybe I don't know. Maybe this is about, but I thought like sometimes they have those like wire things that go on the top of the house. So it's like a, so the, so it um goes to the wire thing instead of like actually the house. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, okay, I don't know. I'll have to send you a picture. 
Anyway, but yeah, that's kind of, oh, and the other thing that I've been up to is I started grad school officially. Oh yeah, you started grad school. Congratulations. Grad. Dude, I saw what you did there. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, you know, make, cracking dad jokes. Yeah. Um, the one thing that was like super funny is in one of my classes, they like had this discussion board and it was like, please write about, um, cause the class is about like research and quality. I can't remember. Anyway, no, no, no. It's just about research. Anyway. So, um, what's your major again? Healthcare administration. That's right. But it was kind of funny because, um, everybody's like writing on there. Cause you'd tell them who, what, like who you are and what like your research idea for this semester is or whatever. And, um, mine actually ties into our topic today, which is kind of funny. Um, Ooh, look at that. Look at that segue. Um, but I mean, I still haven't said anything I've done this week. I know. I'm just, sorry. Just chatty Kathy. I know. It's because I'm like, I'm just like, have so much to say anyway, but, uh, everybody's like talking about, they're like, um, I'm so-and-so and I'm. I'm a manager of the local hospital here mm-hmm. and somebody else is like I'm an occupational therapist and also help with veterans in Afghanistan oh and like there's me I'm like hi um I'm a stay-at-home mom <laughs> I've been out of school for six years like I felt oh. so dumb dude I'm like I wonder what I legit did put. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I'm like, dude, that's not anything. You don't don't feel dumb. No, it's just like everybody has like these sweet careers, and they're like, they're like, oh yeah, um, I run the world basically, and I'm like, hi, <laughs> I make sure two humans are kept alive every day, all day long. Oh well, I think that's still a very important role. I know. Anyway, sorry, Liz. I was like stealing all of your thunder. Tell us what you're you good. Um, I'll keep mine short because my life is kind of boring. No way. <laughs> I mean, you have you every episode you have like you're like I'm doing this and this and this and this, and I'm like I slept eight hours last night consecutively. Like that's my big win. But no, um, we went to Ephraim for Memorial Day for Scandinavian Days, which is super fun um and then this week oh my big thing is I had my glucose test for gestational diabetes passed with flying colors yeah like like flying colors when she sent the number like she sent a screenshot of what the results was I was like are you sure that's not your fasting glucose Yeah. yeah so the um the the cutoff to have gestational diabetes or to uh, be considered having it. I don't know where it is. Is 140, and my, yeah, it's 140. So my thing was 87. So I like really passed, and that was I had breakfast in the morning because I have afternoon appointments with my doctor because it just works better with my schedule sometimes, and then I for lunch had like a protein shake and some uh, string cheese, and then I had my appointment at like 2:15 or whatever. Um. Yeah. So had that passed. Um, I had to get an echo done because I was born with a heart problem. So there's making sure it's not like 
this pregnancy is not slowly killing me. It's not. So we're good. Um, what else? Is that it? That's so all I was going to say the real question though, is like, after you took the glucose test, were you like, yay, I still going to have sweets. Oh yeah, dude. Ryan had bought, um, uh, oh my gosh, what's it called? Crumble the night before. And I didn't have any. Cause I was like on Tuesday night, I was like, oh, I'm not going to eat it. You know, like, I don't want to even push it. Come home Wednesday night. And I was like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> eat all the cookies. I'll have my oatmeal cream pie. Like, but anyway, now what you're 30 weeks. Oh yeah. I'm 30 weeks now. I'm getting very big. It's super fun. I'm uh it's super fun I mean I actually I don't really give a crap like I don't care that I'm getting bigger it's like part of pregnancy so um I'm still active although on Monday I did go lift in the gym for the first time in like three weeks I won't be do I won't be going lifting for the rest of this pregnancy really it wasn't that it was bad like it didn't hurt or anything like that I just was like so tired Monday night like exhausted really so I was like, I'm just going to stick to walking. <laughs> like I'll just walk on the treadmill. Um, and it's just, as like, it's also getting a little, my stomach is so big that when you're trying to squat, you know, like I have to go to like extra sumo squatting. Like I'm just like, basically my legs are just like out to the sides, you know, there's only so far I can go. So yeah, that's going to be no more, no more lifting for me. I'll go, I'll get back into it after we have the baby, but yeah. Um, I think that's it. That's yeah. all. Thanks. I'm, I'm in school too. Just chugging along. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do you know what though? I did notice is, and I was going to say this, you know, my, both my sisters got really swollen noses during their pregnancies. And I've, I've been getting a swollen nose since like week 10. So like this has been in the making, but it's also like affecting my voice. I feel like, I feel like I don't even sound the same when I, do you think so? Yeah. But I feel like that happens to everybody though, too. And then like your lips are like extra big. Oh my gosh. My lips are huge. The other day on Sunday. My lips are already big too, though. Cause my lips are already big. Yeah. Oh, well, so dad. <clears throat> on Sunday goes or something yeah like years ago it goes oh. away I don't have it now oh I didn't know that yeah so dad on Sunday goes hey so if you're ever thinking about getting lip filler you'll you probably should never do that I was like thanks dad <laughs> I feel like with me I have big lips like I think my bottom lip is huge already mm-hmm. I think it's normal size no mm, I think it is Anyway, but then when I'm pregnant, my lips are like so big. I'm like, whoa, this is like nuts. Yeah. So I've got a swollen nose, big lips, big tummy, but I love my big tummy. I love, I don't really, I actually love it all. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, hmm. well, anyway, yeah. that's it. That's funny. Pregnancy, like your body just changes. It's wild. I'm getting stretch marks. I freaking, I don't even care though, dude. You're just embracing it. Yeah. That's good. I think I embraced it with JD more than I did with Austin. But um, with Austin, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, anyway, but let's get on to the nitty gritty. 
Okay. Let's do it. That's what we're talking about for episode 15. Yeah, we're actually talking about me. Emily. Let's talk about my favorite subject, (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, we're actually, it was actually, um, so I have an autoimmune disease, which was like a mystery for like a really long time. Well, two years anyway, which is a long time. That's a long time to not know what's going on with your body. Yeah. And then, um, we're talking about Liz with her recent diagnosis. So I guess I'll just kind of, um, start off or do you want to start off with yours? I can go. Yeah. Mine's not super long though. So like, I don't know. And I think it's like pretty, it's more common than I think people realize. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I actually think I have it. You probably do. (laughs) Like, I think, I think it's super, it's, it's, it's a women's disease. It's, it's a PCOS. So it's polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, and I, this is, this is for any men in the room, you might want to like fast forward this part. Cause I'm going to talk about periods. Yeah, uh, like that 1% of one men, the one man that listens to our podcast. Okay. Anyway, well, actually no, <laughs> Ryan listens to it. Anthony listens yeah, okay, to it. So I guess that's two. Two. Perfect. Okay. And Ryan's like, I've heard this story a million times. <laughs> okay. So fast forward mine too, dude. Go on. <laughs> so, um, it started back in fifth grade. <laughs> Wait, what? That's when I first got my period it was in fifth grade. Anyway. So I've been having them for a while at this point. But um, I guess I never really like thought about it. Like I didn't realize mine were kind of irregular. Like I just was like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, at least I'm getting it. And and then, you know, when I was in my mid twenties, I started being like, yeah, this is not coming every, you know, they're they're supposed to come every 28 days. And um, I was having like, I would get a period like every 40 or 45 days. Was this in high school too? In high school, it was irregular, not as bad as it was in my early 20s, in my mid 20s. So it would come like in high school, it'd be like 30 to 33 days or something like that. But, you know, with the invention of the iPhone, there's a bajillion apps where you would track, you can track your period. So I would use those apps. Something's going on here. Yeah. And my app was like, you're due for a period. Warning, warning. And I'm like, yeah, it's not, it hasn't come, you know? So I would get, it would, it would, my cycles would be really long. Um, so I went to, um, an OB or whatever, a midwife lady from, uh, at the U and I got on birth control to try to, uh, regulate my period and it worked. I just didn't love the way it made me feel. So, and I wasn't like married or like trying to get pregnant, you know? So I was like, I'll just go off of this, whatever. It doesn't matter. And fast forward. So I got an IUD because then I didn't want to have a period, um, so I got an IUD and then, um, had that for like a year and a half before Ryan and I got married. And then, um, when I, uh, we got married we decided we want to have kids, uh, I got it out. But in the meantime, um, I, uh, was one of the things with PCOS is like weight gain and you cannot lose it because your hormones are imbalanced. And I had done like a keto style diet in like 2017 and I lost like 
50 pounds, something like that. And when I was doing keto, my, I was having like a regular period. So I stopped doing keto and my issues started coming back. And then I started gaining weight again and blah, blah, blah. Um, anyway, so then, um, I, what was that? What was this? 2020 maybe summer? No, no, maybe last summer. I was like sitting at my desk and I was like, had my hands behind my back and I was like listening to something. And I just like my, I touched the, my neck skin, skin on the back of my neck. And it felt weird. Right. Like I was like, well, that's kind of weird feeling because it's just supposed to be smooth skin. And so I like got my phone and I like was taking pictures of the back of my neck and it had like these really dark, um, like skin folds. I don't know how to say it. Um, and I freaked out and I was, huh? What did you think at first that it was like, I honestly don't know. I was like, is my neck dirty? Like, I was like, this is like crazy. It looks like, like, you know, you've been out playing in the dirt for, you know, a while, you know? So I actually got in the shower and I like scrubbed my neck and it made it like super red. But, um, I looked it up and it was said like, oh, this is like a precursor to having diabetes. And I was like, you know, like, oh no, like not the diabetes of death sentence or anything, but I was like, oh my gosh, like that would just like, be a huge lifestyle change and all these things and blah, blah, blah. So, um, had mom come over, look at it. And I remember like texting Anthony when he, and Anthony like texted his, uh, friend that's in Durham and they said it was, and it was just what the internet said. I'm going to like butcher this, but it's the Akinthosis nigericans, which is basically, um, it's just uh, dark brown velvety skin patches and they can happen anywhere where you have like, oh, nice. like velvety smooth, velvety smooth, rich chocolate. <laughs> I'm like, is this an ad for milk for Dove or what? <laughs> but anyway, so um, I went to my, my OB and I told her, um, you know, I have all these like symptoms, which I'm not going to go into all of them because they're kind of like a little personal, but um, if you know, you know, <laughs> if you know, you know, so I told my doctor, I was like, look, I think I have PCOS and, um, this is why X, Y, and Z. And she's like, yeah, she's like, it sounds like you have PCOS, but I had actually done like, so because of the, the achinthosis thing, um, I thought, what if I have diabetes? So I went into my my regular doctor and, um, we did like a bunch of testing and I don't have like my, my glue, my glucose and my A1C are like perfect. I'm just a little bit insulin resistant. So, um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, once I'm done being pregnant, I'm going to have to like go back to keto. Cause that's like what works for me. Um, but anyway, my doctor told me that I have PCOS and, um, just going to have to manage it, I guess. And that's what was, we also had a hard time getting pregnant. So I had to, because of the PCOS thing. So we had to take medication and that took a little while, actually, no, not the medication, figuring out that, that that was a problem. The medication, we took it one cycle of it and got pregnant on the first cycle. Yeah, so the medication is metformin, right? No, no, no. The, and the, um, that's, uh, for it, for the insulin thing, but the medication I took for getting pregnant with something else. I can't remember what it's called. No, I thought that that was the PCOS you would take metformin for, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I remember like when you went, I feel like too, it's, a, it's more common than, you know, because I think too, like, 
I don't remember hearing about this like as a kid. Yeah. I mean, I don't have irregular periods, but I guess I shouldn't say kid. Like, I don't even remember. I didn't even know that it was a thing until like five years ago, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't re- I don't remember. Um, I don't remember this like in high school or middle school, like well after you've had your period. And so it's like, anyway, it's just, it's, it's new. But um, I remember when you like found out that you had it or whatever. Uh-oh. yeah I mean we'll see what the future holds I'm not it's it's like whatever you know like there's it's still there's like no absolute cure for it other than like trying to manage the symptoms themselves so but one of the things is to be on a keto diet that helps like regulate hormones and all that stuff which is part of like the PCOS thing so I'll let you know how it goes in the fall yeah yeah, because you'll be going, that's the thing too. So that's kind of, that's uh, my, my research topic. Is PCOS? The, no, the keto diet and, and um, managing like people that have arthritic uh, diseases. Mm, okay. Because, um, so, which kind of leads me to mine. Um, I have something that's called ankylosing spondylitis. And it is um, an autoimmune disease that primarily affects large joints. Um, but it, it actually affects your spine more and like your SI joints, which is like your hips. Um, but I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know about it for a couple of years. Yeah. Like paint a picture for everybody. Um, I used to be like very active. Um, Mm -hmm. I used to run a ton, like every single day. You're in a couple half marathons. Yeah. And, um, I used to run a lot. I still love to run. Obviously I do not look like it, but I do love to run. Um, I haven't in a really long time. No, Bridget's Um, actually really good at running and like fast walking. Like she, when they were down here a while ago, she was like, Oh, can I use your treadmill? I'm like, sure. You know, when I walk, I like take a leisurely walk. Bridget's like, can I walk on your treadmill? And she's, I'm like, sure. She's like going out of four. Um, she's like, you know, just, I'm like, dude, relax. It's a walk. Anyway. No, I mean, so I used to run a lot every single day. And then I remember one time, like we had gone down, this is probably in like 2012. No. Yeah. 2012. I think. Anyway, I just remember, um, we were in, we were in Las Vegas and remember my like hip was hurting really bad. And I was like, Thanksgiving. Huh? Yeah, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I remember it hurting. And I remember like I went to a physical therapist for a while. And um, I think I even went to a chiropractor, but in Logan. And yeah, then, I remember the chiropractor in Logan. Huh? I remember you going to the chiropractor yeah. in Logan. And then um, I just, I just remember too, like, um, I think I got like some injections or so. I can't remember exactly the timeline of all of this. I just know that this clump like happened within a couple months. Um, cause we thought that it was maybe like, uh, just like, I don't know, like I had been running too much that I had like strained something or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I actually got hired as an EFY counselor, um, for a summer and I was going down to my parents' house because I had to do some training 
in Provo. And for those that know Utah, Logan, where I was living at and my parents' house is about like an hour and a half drive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half, hour 40. Yeah. And um, when I got home, I like could not get out of the car. Like I was like, I legit could not get out of the car. Because your joints are super stiff. Yeah, my my left hip was like in so much pain and I couldn't get out. And I remember um, my dad had to like carry me out of the car into my room onto my bed. And I was just like crying. And I, at that time, like never cried. Never, ever. Mm -hmm. It honestly wasn't up until I had kids that I like started like getting more. Her tear ducts developed. Yeah. And, um, anyway, I remember Sarah and Jared were, cause they got married in 20. So yeah, they would have been like engaged and they took me to mom's work because I was like, I need to go to the hospital. I think like, this is just like, I was in so much pain. I was crying so hard. Anyway, my mom was like at an urgent care and Sarah and Jared actually took me to the hospital at IMC and, um, they ended up giving, they ended up taking, uh, taking a CAT scan and, um, and gave me pain medication, but like they ultimately found like a bunch of fluid in my bone or something. Mm -hmm. I remember the next day I got an MRI and I ended up going to seeing like an orthopedic doctor. He wasn't with IHC. I don't even remember what he might've been with the U or somewhere, but, um, he was like really well known. And he legit mom and I were in his room and he was like, I've never seen this before. And he actually, oh, I remember thought, that. He actually thought it was bone cancer. I remember. And, um, or osteosarcoma, I think that's no. anyway, but, um, he was like, I am going to bring this up to a team of doctors. And he was like, because, um, well, they also had thought maybe it was osteomyelitis which is um, an infection in your bone, which you'd have to get like a pick line for. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, I'm, I'm going to bring this up to a team of doctors and I'm going to let you know, because like, I feel like we need, like you're, I was like 20 something years old. No, like early twenties. Yeah. Early, like 20, I think. And he was like, um, he was like, I've never seen this before. And um, he's like, you're, you know, 20, 19, 20 years. no. I would have been like 21, maybe actually. Yeah, anyway, that sounds right. Sorry. Anyway, um, but he was like, you, um, he said, you know, I've never seen this before. And he, he's like, I, I just want you to like, you know, hang out and, and wait for me to get back to you. And he's like, you're healthy. So I don't know why this is happening. Yeah. And he, he met with a team of two other doctors who were also like orthopedic surgeons or orthopedic doctors. And only one of them was like, I have seen this twice in my career before. Mm-hmm. And they were both with runners. And mm-hmm. um, he was like, it's essentially just like your bone. I can't even remember how he explained it, but he essentially it was just like, it's normal. It's not normal, but it's like, um, it, it could it be that happen. it's inflamed so much. Anyway, I had to get on medication. Um, I do remember like, getting shots but then I just remember that the problem like kept persisting and I just was like this isn't just like a 
a normal thing. I went to a physician and he ordered an MRI, a different physician. He was actually my family doctor. And um, he ordered an MRI and it came back with like a bunch of things. It like came back saying that the bone was like super inflamed or anyway, or deteriorating or something. Mm -hmm. And he was like, um, and came back with all of these scenarios, like all of these like lists of like the impression that you get. And it was like, could be all of these things. And then I met with him to like go over the MRI and he's like, you know, he's like, I don't think that it's any of these things because like you're one, you're a girl, you're 20 years old. Like it just, it won't be these things. Mm -hmm. And he's like, let's just get you some cortisone injections and, and kind of be on your way. And I just was like, Mm, no like this isn't that doesn't feel right that, that doesn't feel right like it's hurting like I know what's happening so yeah. I was also working at a family practice clinic at that time and we got a new doctor and she I went to her um her name is Dr. Timmins Terry and she was so awesome she was like you know she's like let's test you for these like let's let's, I want to test you for this specific marker. And it was like the HLA-B27 or gene or something anyway. And it came back and it was positive. And, she and was, is that, that's the one for ankylosing? Yeah. Well, it actually is for other things too, but mm -hmm. depending on what like your, or I think I, I see, like I said, I'm not a physician, so I, I can't remember exactly. It could, it could just be for ankylosing, but I think that there might be two other things that it tests for anyway but with like my clinical findings of like my left joint and it affecting my SI joint, mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, you have ankylosing spondylitis. And which was one of the things on that report that the other physician was like, there's no way, because it is true. It actually affects um, more men, older men and native Americans. I and, know that. Yeah. And um, anyway, I ended up getting like, uh, into a rheumatologist in Salt Lake. And I was just, um, and so I got diagnosed like January, 2015. And, um, anyway, so I, uh, were you married at that point? Yeah, I was, I got married in 2014. Okay. And, um, anyway, she was like, you know, you need to be on medication. Um, we're going to start you off with like prednisone, but then you might want to talk about getting on um, biologics, which are, it's, it's immunosuppressants. So essentially when you have an autoimmune disease, your immune system is attacking it against itself. It doesn't know what healthy tissue is or healthy cell, like it's just, it's attacking itself. Mm -hmm. And um, I, at that time, we hadn't had kids yet. And we had been told that immunosuppressants could also affect having children. Um, so we were like, let's just wait a couple of years and then we'll get started on it. Yeah. Anyway, um, it just kept happening. Oh, and do you remember when that happened initially? Like we were in Logan and you had to like help me out of bed. Yeah. It was actually really scary. Like watching Bridget go through that and you're like, like literally she could not move. And I don't know if you're going to get into this, but like even her back would like hurt. like, it was just like. I don't know. It was really scary being on the other end of it too. Yeah. And um, not being able to help. Is like my back does hurt a lot. And actually 
So people with ankylosing spondylitis, if they're not on immune, well, eventually they can get here. Immunosuppressants just kind of slows the progression of the disease. Uh-huh. It doesn't cure it. It just helps slow the progression of it down. But people with ankylosing spondylitis, your spine starts to fuse together. And then you end up like becoming hunchback. And it can also um, create like it can cave in your um, ribs, which then can affect your lung capacity. I didn't know that. That's scary. Yeah. And so you end up like and Anthony just saw this with a patient like a couple months ago. Um, You end up um, having breathing problems. And uh, yeah. And. And the thing though, is like, I have dealt with it for so long. I've had a rheumatologist. Um, I have, I haven't been on immunosuppressants yet because we would like to have another child. And the thing is, is like with immunosuppressants, we, I was told by my last rheumatologist that you don't want to get on it for like a year and then get off of it and then get back because it kind of loses its effectiveness of it. Oh, okay. And, um, but yeah, like I am in pain literally every single day. Like there are some things that I can't do. Um, I actually, uh, went to a spine doctor, like when we were in Idaho falls and Mm -hmm. these like self-guided, um, injections, like under, it's like under fluorosity. And so they're putting, um, like, I don't know if it's corded. I don't know what the, like the medicine, the drug is or whatever, but they put it into your bones or into that joint and it, it hurt like having it done, but I legit woke up the next morning and I did not feel You're like, I got some pep in my step. It was like the craziest feeling, like having legit no pain and waking up and, and not having that like being everyday life and so it's hard like it's it's something that I deal with and it's something that is hard in my life and that's also the reason why like I can't run as much anymore um this is so hard on your body yeah and I would like to try I mean I'm also like overweight right like I would love to get back into running if my body allowed it to be but I also am like I've got to shut a couple pounds first before I can like well, I can still run. Like I can run. It's yeah. Just, anyway, you pay the price for it the next day or later that day. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we were actually talking about this when we went down for Afton's birthday, Sarah's father-in-law, I don't know if you know this, his, her father-in-law has ankylosing spondylitis. Yeah. yeah and, and he was telling us that he can't. So, um, one of the big medications for it is Humira. Mm-hmm. That um, medication I was supposed to be on. Yeah. He can't take it because he had melanoma and it's like a contraindication, um, for this drug. If you've had melanoma, um, so he can't take it. Uh, I can't remember what he was taking previously, but he's trying to get onto this new drug. Um, and it got, they, they, they prescribed it to him and it's $4,000 a month with insurance. Yeah. So now he's trying to get on, not a clinical trial, but basically like I would call it like emergency use um, to have the sponsor or to have the uh, pharmaceutical comp- pharmaceutical company basically pay for the drug for him. So I hope he can get onto it. Cause I mean, I, I just know, like, I mean, I haven't had it, thank heavens, but like, I know the pain like, that Bridget goes through and I, so I can only imagine like, 
having something to help you and not being able to afford it because the drug is so expensive. Like that has just got to be like the worst feeling. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too, is like, so I was on, um, NSAIDs, um, for years, like, which is, um, it's like non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Um, so it's kind of just just like like, ibuprofen. Yeah. It's like ibuprofen, but a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I was on NSAIDs for years and all of a sudden, like after, was it JD? Anyway, I'm like getting all confused. Yeah. Maybe it was, no, 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 it was before. So yeah, I was having really bad heartburn and, um, I went and got like an endoscopy done and my stomach lining like was like almost gone. Yeah. Didn't you have like a hole in your stomach lining? Um, no, but it was like, they, like, I was like getting cells that were like, could be. Oh, they're like precancerous cells, weren't they? Okay. And so, um, so anyway, they had to like, I had to get off of NSAIDs and now I can only take like Tylenol for pain. I mean, I guess I could take stuff that was like heavier if I was like prescribed that, but yeah. I don't know people. I don't know. Anyway, it was, it was just been crazy. So then, so then, um, the NSAIDs thing happened, um, where I can't take that anymore because I had been on them so long. So then I ended up like, after JD was born, I had an issue with like burping. I have, I think I've said that. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. (laughs) Dude, it sounds so gross, but like, I like would burp a ton and I was like, okay, this is not normal. So I got another endoscopy done and they were like, oh yeah, you have, um, oh my gosh, I can't even pronounce it. Oh, what was it? It's not, uh, it had like, yeah, EOS. EOE. Oh, EOE. Yeah. Which is essentially like, so, oh, and this is the thing. If anybody has this, your, um, eosinophils, like, if you have EOE, what's considered EOE is anything over 15. And mine was like 50 or 60. So it's essentially like your esophagus is so inflamed. And then, you know, once you have an autoimmune disease, you can get more. So I've been tested for lupus and I'm not. Oh yeah, because Bridget, I, I don't know. It's like, is it borderline? Can you have borderline lupus? Cause you get the weird, like, uh, face stuff. Yeah. The yeah. Butterfly thing. Yeah. So, um, I like had the ANA screening thing done and it was like, everything was, um, like it came back positive for lupus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the, like your, uh, I can't remember. It's like the way, like your, like, it's like homogeneous or heterozygous, like, and I don't know. I'm not, like I said, I'm not a physician, so I have no idea. But, um, but then when I went and got tested from my rheumatologist, he was like, well, you're, you're not having a flare up right now. So, but yeah, I get the butterfly rash and all the other symptoms, but it's just crazy. It's, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, like I said, I live in pain every single day. And like, I don't think people 
truly like appreciate their bodies sometimes yeah like what they have like I am 30 years old and I've been dealing with this for the last almost 10 years years yeah so I mean okay obviously it's gotten worse as time goes on but it's like I can't even like bend down sometimes because of my back and like in the mornings like my back is so stiff like it's miserable you know so do you think after you're done having kids you're gonna get on something oh yeah yeah for sure I the thing too is like the, the thing with the um immunosuppressants is like there are side effects like they can cause cancer sometimes mm-hmm. um just because I mean and I don't know if it's one of those things where they're like we have to give this we have to list everything yeah but um I mean it's scary the thing too is like with immunosuppressants your body is essentially just like shot right like you're you are like going to be more prone to being sick like Mm -hmm. and I even think with people that um are immunosuppressant or are sorry are on immunosuppressants they like get certain um immunizations like you're not typically supposed to get not the shingles pneumonia vaccination until you're like 60 Mm -hmm. um but they let you have that and and earlier it's it's wild like it's like it's crazy but um I know some people that have like known me for a really long time they're always like what's what was what was that mystery disease that like you have (laughs) because it it remember like when it was going on it was like a big deal yeah it's still a big deal I just remember like people like came over to the house and they made sure that like I don't know yeah Bridget um so also in middle school, not middle school, high school, you had a mono too. Yeah. Oh, I had seen bar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was so okay. when all this was going on, we were like, and, and still now to this day, we tease Bridget because if, if she goes into the doctor, she all, she comes out with some new diagnosis of like something wrong with her body. I'm like, can't you ever just have like strep throat? <laughs> like, Well, yeah. With the Epstein bar thing, I remember I had to be like the last like three months of high school. I yeah, was, you had to tutor. I was at home. Like I could not go to school. It was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to have somebody come to the house like every week. And my yearbook that year has no signatures because I wasn't even there. Oh, not sad. She don't even look at the signatures in my yearbook anymore. Like hags. Hags. Hope to see you next year. Cool. Yeah. You're the best. Yeah, I do definitely feel like whenever I have something wrong, it's like, you will not have just a normal thing. You will be sick. Very sick. Yeah. Poor Bridget. Anyway, that's kind of just like a brief rundown. I mean, of things. What's wrong with us? What's wrong with us? (laughs) Uh, But if if there's if any of you people listening have PCOS and have like dealt with it, I would love to have like a little community. I'm sure they've got PCOS things on Facebook, but I don't really use Facebook. This is what I was going to say. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah. So my research topic was how does the ketogenic diet help? But um, my spine specialist that I went to, he actually has AS, which is just a short version of what I have. 
um, he was telling me that the keto diet actually helps because like when you eat a bunch of carby food or like just a bunch of sugary stuff, um, like glucose is actually like an inflammatory marker or like causes a lot of inflammation. Mm-hmm. So then that doesn't help people that have arthritis or forms of arthritis mm-hmm. uh, because you're essentially like making the inflammation worse that you already have and that depriving yourself of carbs or like very little carbs actually helps. So that's what I was going to say. And you said that keto helps with PCOS too, right? Yeah. And I honestly felt so much better on it. So yeah, yeah. well, but yeah, if anybody has PC, I mean, that's going to be more common than mine, but yeah, who knows? You might have someone that has AS. They're like, excuse me? <laughs> They're like, don't, don't exclude us. Well, this is one thing that I will say is I think it could be more, I guess too, like moral of the story is like, yes, you have a physician and all that, but like, make sure that you advocate for yourself because like, you know, what's going on with your body Better. and Not that they don't, but I just think like, you know, don't ever like, don't advocate for your health or, Mm -hmm. or stuff like that. And just, I don't know, like, you know, some people, uh, like, you know, the Imagine Dragons singer, Dan Reynolds. Okay. Oh yeah. I know of him. He actually has AS and he just thought it was like back pain for a very long time. Like, I think people would be surprised maybe if they ever have back pain and they go and get tested. That's kind of what I think, but. Same with PCOS though. Like you're like, if you know, like with the weight gain thing, women are probably just like, I just can't lose weight. Irregular periods, hair on their body. Like not like like red, like tummy hair, like. Yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening to our, uh, our problems, our issues. Well, it was fun to get back into it and I'm excited for more episodes to come out. Me too. All right. We'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip flop. Bye y'all.